This is Saturday, November 12th. A man named Ronald Reed died in 2014. He was living in Vermont, and he really wasn't anybody important at all. Sure, people in town might recognize him as the guy in the diner sitting with a cup of coffee, and he never had an important job. He had been a janitor at the J.C. Penney most of his life, and he also worked for a time as a gas station attendant. He was a simple man. So imagine how shocked his family was when at his death, death, it was revealed he left a gift of $1.2 million to the town library and almost $5 million to support the local hospital. Making almost nothing, he had amassed an impressive stock portfolio with investments in Procter & Gamble and J.P. Morgan Chase, General Electric and Dow Chemical. When he died, he also had large stakes in J.M. Smucker, CVS Health, and Johnson & Johnson. Wow, who would have thought it? Even his family didn't know through the years he'd been squirreling away a bit of money here and there and investing in blue-chip stocks. He rarely, if ever, spent any money on himself. And instead, he always seemed to be giving it away. And he planned this big gift at his, gift at his death. People are surprised to discover that a man made so little money in his life could save so much and help so many. Here's our scripture passage for today. Matthew chapter 6, verse 25 to 30. Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat, what you will drink, or about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field and how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is today alive and tomorrow thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Now this teaching comes from Jesus and the Sermon on the Mount. We end our week here because being anxious about what we have is stifling to our lives. It takes away our joy. We worry and fret over the future, and the future hasn't even come. Worry takes captive our hearts. I grew up in a household with a scarcity mindset. My parents had this mindset for good reason. They were depression children that remembered people out of work, people struggling to keep a grip on life. There was always a lurking fear that, well, those times would return, and if they did, they did not want to be unprepared. They wanted to be ready. But in some ways, this shut down their generosity, and it shut down their lives as well. Now, we look at this today because Jesus speaks of God as our loving Father, the one who takes care of us. Much of our fear comes from thinking that we've always been the ones that have taken care of ourselves. But this has never been the case. God has always been our provider. 
Jesus explains that the Lord feeds the birds of the air, and he clothes the flowers of the field in their splendor. Yet somehow we cannot make that connection to ourselves. I think this is because we as human beings have so long been at odds with God, separated from God, that we cannot see his care. We, we can't perceive his love. We are not aware that he has always been the one that has provided for us. You see, Jesus is trying to reorient our thinking to the way things really are. You have a loving Heavenly Father, one that cares for you. He notices if even one sparrow falls to the ground, and you are worth more than many sparrows to him. I want to go back to Ronald Reed for a moment. In his story, we learn that that, that man that seemed to have so little, became the man that gave so much. People had gotten his life and story all wrong. He didn't require much. Instead, he thought about how he could care for others. How secure must he have felt and been to do that? Anxiety had to be far away. Yes, I think when we get the right perspective of things, we're then equipped to care, to be generous with others. We, th we think we need a lot of money, but Reed never made a lot of money. Maybe that's what we tell ourselves. When I have a lot, I'll be set. I can be generous. But that's not the way it works for us at all. Having a lot will not give us an inner security. We can only gain that as we come to trust that God loves us and that he will take care of us. And when our hearts get there, generosity will become a different thing indeed. So how am I going to get there? Well, Jesus could teach about the love of the Father and the Father's provision because he would secure it through his faithful love and his sacrificial death. Yes, in his death, Jesus has brought us home to the Father and granted us a place in the family of God. Let's pray. Loving and generous Father, you know our fears. You know the way our hearts work. Show us Jesus so that we might find rest in him. Give us contentment knowing that we are loved and cared for by you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. 